Hello, everybody. Welcome along to the Event Industry News Podcast. My name is James Dixon, wishing you all a very good morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever or wherever you join today's podcast from. Uh, and on with today's episode. Our guest today joins us from Phenomena Events, and his name is Lennart Honeck. Lennart, thanks very much for joining the podcast today. Hi, James. Thanks for having me. Lennart is the business unit lead at Phenomena Events and has joined the podcast today to, to talk a little bit about this product, to talk about some rebranding that the company has gone through. I've also got my partner in crime here because I'm recording from home today. This is Mabel the dog, who is the new, pod, who is the new podcast mascot. She's just wanted to get in on the action there as well. Um, and as I said, Lennart is, is going to be talking to us about rebranding um, and about some of the work that Phenomena Events do in the technology sector. Um, so Lennart, thanks for joining the show. You're a first-time guest. Tell us a little bit about what your role and what you actually do at Phenomena Events. Of course. Well, thanks for the introduction, first of all. And yeah, my name is Leonard, and I'm the business unit lead at Phenomena Events. So at Phenomena, what we do is that we try to yeah, improve the technical um, environment in the event industry. And especially at Phenomena Events, we provide a digital sponsoring technology for event organizers. And the idea is to give um, event organizers the possibility to bring their sponsors into the foreground and connect them with the attendees of an event in a digital way. So at Phenomena, I am responsible for that particular product and um, yeah, involved in marketing, sales and all the activities around it. And before we get into what it, uh, you know, how it works and why it was developed, the, the, well, the product itself was was um, known as Event Backs and was rebranded uh, recently, as I understand it, to to Phenomena Events. Um, what what where does the genesis of this particular product come from, um, and why the desire to to find a platform and a technology that would link organisers and sponsors? Yeah, exactly. So as you said, we recently rebranded from Eventbex, which some of you might know, to Phenomena Events. And yeah, to give a bit of a background about that, so Eventbex was founded in 2015. And the origin of it actually was that one of our founders uh, was actually packing goodie bags for events himself. And he mm -hmm. did it all day and he was kind of fed up with it because he said, okay, this is not effective at all. 80% of these goodie bags end up in the trash either way. There sure. must be a better solution to it. And that's how we came up with Eventbacks, which started off as being a digital version of these goodie bags to make it yeah, more sustainable, first of all, but also measurable how people interact with these um, actions from sponsors. So that's how we came up with the idea in the first place. Mm. And yeah, then um, Eventbacks developed over some years. So we've been on the market for three and a half years before the rebranding. And then, especially because we came up with two other products, Phenomena Leaf and Phenomena Talent, it was kind of misplaced to still be called Eventbex. So we aligned it with the other products and went to Phenomena Events now. And, and it's interesting when you talk about this idea of uh, you know, digital, I know when you go on the, your website, the, 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 the phrase digital goodie bag crops up quite, quite regularly when you're talking about the history of the product. And um, I'm sure we've all been to events where we've received goodie bags. You know, they're placed either on the chairs at a conference or perhaps they're handed to you as you walk into uh, a trade fair or an exhibition. Um, and I suppose there's, a, there's several questions that arise in, in the current climate. The subject of sustainability and, and whether or not it's sustainable and correct now to be handing out physical stuff that a lot of which 
could be thrown away and gen and it generates yeah. rubbish it generates waste um there's a question mark over cost because of course the sponsors that are providing those goodie bags have to perhaps guess or estimate how many they're going to need and if they get that incorrect and they end up with loads and loads left i've seen examples before where there have been boxes of boxes of goodie bags left over at the end of a particular exhibition so I suppose this idea of doing it digitally and allowing sponsors to engage that way um, changes the landscape a little bit, doesn't it? It, it reduces the cost for them. It, it, it makes it more sustainable. Um, uh, how long did it take to, to sort of really see momentum gather with the product itself and, and for people to actually identify this as maybe a more strategic way to do it? Yeah, so first of all, I agree with what you said. So. Um, yeah, sustainability, of course, is one of the main reasons why we came up with the product at all. And yeah, I've been through a trade fair recently and you just see massive amounts of these goodie bags really ending up in the trash minutes after being handed out. And also for the sponsors, it's like a bit of frustrating to not know whether people interacted with it. And even assuming that they didn't because they just take the bag, take maybe out the drink and then all the rest ends up in a bin. Mm -hmm. So that's why we think this wasn't efficient at all. And um, that's why we came up with this new idea. And your other question, so it took some time for people to get used to it. And especially it's not like, okay, we take out the goodie bags and just do a digital one. It's like a process that started and a lot of people use like both solutions right now. So they still have the physical goodie bags, but in a little amount and use our solution as an alternative to move a step forward to digitization of course one of the um one of the first questions that springs to mind for me and i'm sure has sprung to mind with our podcast listeners who are tuning in today um is okay fundamentally the idea of not having the actual physical bags themselves um in terms of being more sustainable is a good idea but if you've got somebody who wants to give out um portable chargers which is a common gift to give out in these bags or usb yeah. sticks that, that contain information about the company or some sort of physical product what do they then provide digitally to provide in, in order to satisfy the requirement for a physical product that they would have previously been giving out to visitors yes so that's a good question and something that a lot of our customers ask right away when we present it so we have, an, we have a lot of possibilities to display the sponsor's content in our goodie bag solution. And one of them is by working with e-vouchering. That means in the goodie bag, they can find a voucher that, for example, says, okay, you can redeem your portable charger at our booth. But in that way, it's not like everyone is given a charger without wanting to have one. Sure. But only the people who actively want one get one. And the even better thing for the sponsors or exhibitors is that they get in touch with the uh, potential um, customer and they hand it over to him they get a personal conversation and they get a lot of more visitors at the booth compared to just seeing that a goodie bag is handed out i see and um, i suppose though that, that you've got to do that in a very i don't know if creative is the right word to describe it but if somebody has a booth or a, a, a stand at a, a trade fair an exhibition um they will often have some sort of product on the sand to give out, whether that's a bowl of yep. USB sticks or pens or whatever it may be. Why would a company then choose to invest the money to actually be part of 
uh, a digital platform that is directing people to that? Why not just have their booth and just hand it out to the people who are walking past? What what what's the spin for the organisers and and the um, and the actual sponsors themselves to maybe take that digitally and, and be on that be on a particular platform? Yeah. So first of all, it's about raising awareness. So I mean, normally people just walk around the exhibition and they see okay, you have something for free, so they might take it, but then walk on. But with our solution, you can actively um, target people to go to your booth when they are interested in the solution and get them in touch with that free product sample. And I think here again, a very important factor is like measurability. Mm. So we provide very detailed statistics on all the interactions. So we can also tell the sponsor or exhibitor afterwards, okay, thousand people have looked at your advertisement for the product and in the end, 500 have uh, redeemed it on site. So you have a very good conversion rate and people were interested in that product, which you don't know when you just have them laying there in front of you. Uh, absolutely. And straight away, you make a very valid point there that um, it, 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 if, you are, if you supply an exhibition or a convention with a thousand paper goodie bags branded with your company, um, again, I've seen scenarios before where left over in the storeroom at the end of the event are boxes of the goodie bags left over. Nobody has made an effort to come in and count those, which means they don't yeah. actually know how many have been distributed. Nobody knows how many have ended up in the, in the trash or into the rubbish. So there's no measurability in, in how successful really those bags were other than, you know, just seeing how many people are walking around with them. So th there is this desire now globally to actually look at statistics and analyze data and see how much has actually been effective. Yeah, that's true. So actually the sponsors are, or exhibitors are often even lied to because people tell them, okay, your advertising will be seen by about 10,000 people, but they just take the numbers that are visiting the show and they don't even measure the number of people who actively took such a booty bag and then again even if they take it it doesn't necessarily mean that they looked at a particular flyer from sponsor or xyz and that's the thing that we can change with our solution because we not just deliver numbers on the overall opening of the goodie bag but particularly of each individual sponsor so everyone can get his individual report and really determine for themselves how successful was my campaign and what was my return on investment on it sure and i guess by taking it digitally, you are allowing sponsors to, to maybe get a little bit more creative, you know, rather than the traditional gifts that they would give out in a physical goodie bag. Um, you are offering them an opportunity to maybe sit down with a completely clean slate and think, okay, what could we offer people? What do they need? What would they like? You know, what's going to offer an incentive to them? How do we maybe engage them with our own products and services? Um, how much interaction do you have with the actual sponsors themselves to maybe offer them any ideas about what they could do? Is that something that generally you would just leave to the organizers and their sponsors or do you get involved in that side of things as well? Um, yeah, no, absolutely. We, um, especially as a young company, we still lay a lot of emphasis on helping our organizers and the sponsors in making the most of our solution. Mm -hmm. So on the one side, we support the organizers in creating the platform itself and inviting their sponsors. But even more, we even support the sponsors in the creation of the process because this is something they probably didn't, haven't used before. So it's new to them and we want to make them feel comfortable with the solution and yeah, create the advertisement they want to. 
And I also agree with what you said before with a lot of different possibilities of creating such an advertisement. There's a lot more room for creativity than with a casual flyer or giveaway because mm. we can even use like gamification elements um, to make it a bit more playful. So a funny example from a customer of ours was that he had like a game. So at his exhibition booth, there was an amount of motorcycles next to it. Mm -hmm. And the question in our goodie bag was, okay, how many motorcycles are at our, at our stand? So in order to answer the quiz, they actually had to go to the booth, have a look at what they have, and then they could answer the question in order to take part in the, in the quiz and even get a prize out of it. So it was like a playful interaction with the audience and very engaging for the sponsor and the attendees. Absolutely. For, from an integration point of view, how does it work? Because the, uh, does it stand alone as something separate or can it be integrated with uh, an existing platform that an organizer may, organizer may, may already use? Um, yes. Yeah, so first of all, to explain the process a bit. So our solution is fully web-based. So it is not an app that people would need to download or register for. And that's on purpose because in that way, people can use it from any device, be it their smartphone, desktop or tablet, and even ahead of the event if they like to. And as you said, we can integrate in almost every solution. So we've worked with a lot of event organizers that already had an existing event application. And there's no problem of integrating our solution into such a thing because we have an open API and can adjust to a lot of uh, different environments. And... and one thing that, that, that raises my curiosity is why once an organizer finds out about what phenomena can do for them uh, and, and the principle of the actual platform and what it does, why would they not just look to sell advertising or sell links within their own event app? You know, it, it strikes me as a very effective, but a very simple solution to what you're delivering here, but one that maybe could be copied in its basic sense quite easily. Um, is that something that you've come across? And how would you say to an organizer, look, this is really the benefit of using our platform and, and what we've designed compared to just putting a, a link or an advert on your own event app? Yeah, so a lot of event apps actually even have a sponsor tab, but it's very poor most of the time. So it's just a sponsor logo with a link to their web page. And mm -hmm. many times it's not even trackable, so you can't even really tell how many people interacted with it. Mm -hmm. And if it is, it's very, very scarce. So it's just about the link click. So our solution really is a bit more immersive. So you have a lot of design opportunities, as I said before, a lot of different options to engage with the audience. And um, yeah, the reporting scheme is one of the best on the market that I'm aware of. So we have very detailed measurements on all the interactions that happened. And um, um, would you generally set it up as, <coughs> excuse me, um, as a, a, a dedicated so let's say for example somebody launches an event app they're at an event they yeah. launch the event app you have the home screen or the first page of the app um would you generally have a, a, a suggest that there is a some sort of button or something that really clearly says you know digital goodie bag available here and they would click and then move you through to the the, the actual um phenomena you know itself um you know the, the presentation that you deliver or would you have that embedded into various different parts of the event app so yeah the process that you described probably is the most seamless one so one of our largest customers is the wings for life world run which is by red bull so it's a global um, running event and um yeah, they use an app and we integrate it in and for them it's, when you open the app one of the main tabs on the left side is um, digital goodie bag 
And when they open that, they don't even have to leave the app, but within the app, they get access to our solution and all the different offers and sponsors that are available for the runners. Right. So, so, so it, it works, works very well. I mean, one thing again, I'm firing sort of questions and thoughts at you, but this is what's coming to, coming to mind. There are, <clears throat> there are so many different platforms now available that all have a, you know, APIs that are developed that allow them to integrate with the main event app. Um, and yeah. that could be one-to-one meeting solutions, you know, it, it, it could be, um, uh, you know, uh, third party f- uh, floor planners that provide great 3D maps of, of the inside of a venue. It could be solutions like yours for digital goodie bags. Um, it, did you have to consider carefully when designing this particular platform the fact that organizers will already be bombarded with multiple different platforms that they're trying to integrate together? And did Was there a, a conscious effort to maybe make it as as seamless and as simple as possible so that it wouldn't present any additional headaches? No, absolutely. That's also why we came up with an open API. So it was always meant from the beginning to be able to adjust to a lot of environments, especially since we developed the product um, yeah, for ourselves and we still develop everything in-house. So we can make a lot of adaptations and we really wanted to listen to the customers at first as a startup, especially and then adapt to what their needs are. And I think right now we're in a good stage where we can tell, okay, this is how we can integrate our solution successfully and efficiently into an event app. And what, um, what are the, some of the, the, the results so far? And I suppose pr- prior to that, what I should ask you really is how much it has evolved um, when it was launched as event backs and is now where it is now as phenomena events, has the platform changed dramatically or uh, uh, when it was launched, were you fairly happy with how it, sat and what it did and it's just generally a rebranding that's happened of the uh, of the platform no that's, that's funny actually because i just had a look at the first platform we came up with a few days ago and as a look up right now it was yeah uh, just the scars of what we have right now so just a small amount so the solution evolved very much and especially we really started by just trying to display what a goodie bag can do digitally Mm-hmm. But then along with it, in the process of, create, of evolving it, there came an element like this gamification I described before. And now we even launched a sponsor marketplace, which allows event organizers to look for additional sponsors for their events. So it has really emerged from just a goodie bag into a real sponsoring solution. And that's, we're very proud of that. And that's also part of why we chose to rebrand it from event bags, which just stood for the goodie bag into Phenomena Events, which is like a whole event solution. It, it, it's interesting that on um, on a recent episode of the Event Industry News podcast, we spoke to a guest um, who is a professional keynote speaker, but particularly in the subject of marketing. Um, and he doesn't yeah. work in marketing anymore, so he offers a completely neutral and sort of unbiased view of of, of how he sees the world of marketing. And we were talking about. Um, the different channels that are still available and uh, to people nowadays, even with, with digital marketing available. And one of his thoughts was that event sponsorship is a great branding exercise, but historically has never been a great exercise for delivering direct response or lead generation. And it seems to me that in the process and through the process of what you've created here with this particular digital goodie bag, it's maybe bridging that or changing that landscape a little bit that where a a traditional goodie bag would just be a branding exercise so that you would see loads and loads of people walking around a show floor with a branded bag 
Yeah. Now it has actually become a, an exercise that can generate direct response and can generate leads. And, and this leads to the question is about whether or not you are able to capture data through the Phenomena Events platform and, and whether or not you're actually able to provide physical leads you know, contact details back to sponsors or whether or not it's just being able to provide them with statistics of how many people interacted. Yeah, no, so as said, our, um, our statistics really go, go deep into the, this and um, yeah, it's possible to capture leads, especially with the games that I just talked about. So saying sure. uh, leads uh, visits uh, the page and he interacts with the quiz or so, then we are allowed to even pass the data onto the sponsor or exhibitor we can also capture leads through the technology. And yeah. considering what you said before, so I agree with you that um, these goodie bags before, they were mainly just a matter to show, okay, this is our brand, et cetera. But with our solution, we really want to put the sponsor into the foreground because um, actually 90% of event organizers say that their main issue in that industry is satisfying and activating sponsors and exhibitors. So a new way to do it would be our solution and it's really meant to give the sponsors more power mm -hmm. in especially in reaching the target group through the attendees of the event. Do you ever have a scenario where you have worked, have, have you worked in the situation where an organizer uses your solution but still has sponsors who are wanting to do a traditional goodie bag solution or would you generally work in one scenario or the other? Um, no, we do have that situation, especially large events that have done, done that for years. It's not like they say, okay, now the goodie bags are gone, but it's like a step-by-step -step process. Yeah. And I think it's, it's also a good thing to combine both parts. I mean, if these goodie bags work well for you, then our solution is just another channel that you can also provide your sponsors to satisfy them and to give them like a bit more measurability and a bit more direct access to the target group. In that way, also for organizers, what we have tried to help them with is like monetizing the event a bit more and to maximizing their sponsor revenue because now they have an additional channel which they can also sell to their sponsors to also make more revenue for themselves. So it's a win-win for sponsors and for organizers. But uh, I mean, ultimately at the moment, I see the sustainability aspect as being a really, really important one. Um, yep. it, it's becoming, a, it, it has become a huge consideration within the events industry, whether that be trade fairs, conferences, music festivals, live interaction events, um, brand activation. Um, however it's termed and whatever area of the events industry that it sits in, sustainability, reducing carbon footprint, reducing emissions, reducing waste is a vital consideration. And do you think at the moment that arguably all the technology to one side the ultimate USP of what you guys are doing at the moment is that sustainability element and how it ties in with people's thinking at the moment. Yeah, so it kind of shifted towards that. So as said, it was the initial idea for founding that company because we saw how unsustainable it was to provide those goodie bags. Mm -hmm. But what we came up with, and now it's kind of emerging to the main USP, as you said, so it's actually funny because our current campaign, which we uh, launched a few days ago, is on sustainability and really goes in that direction. Because we see that a lot of people, especially in the events industry, are getting more environmentally conscious, which is a very good thing. We can support them in going one step further to uh, yeah, sustainable event creation. Have you identified any other areas of events where you feel that this 
way of thinking can can be applied by using a digital platform instead of a physical product um the goodie bag is the most obvious example but um it, 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 do you have anything else that you can tell us that maybe you know future development or a future um addition to the current platform that you're already looking at Sure. So um, especially what a lot of our customers are currently doing is that they not just provide the sponsors advertisements um, in a digital way, but they also combine um, like information about the event, like a floor plan or also the flyers or magazines that are given out. They mm. can also be included into our solution. And another factor of that is also that we can work a lot with personalization. So it's not that it's given out like one flyer that fits all, but we can work a lot with target group segmentation and like giving out the exact flyer that's relevant to this target group. So this is like a thing where we can also help um, event organizers in improving their communication at events. Excellent. And um, we've been talking on the podcast today to um, to Lennart Honek. Lennart uh, is the uh, business unit lead for Phenomena Events and Phenomena Events has recently rebranded from Event Backs to, to tie in with a number of other platforms and solutions that, that the Phenomena brand um, offers. Um, I suppose we should touch maybe, if you're okay to, briefly on some of the other the other Phenomena elements. Obviously, we've talked about Phenomena Events and, and what that does for, in terms of linking organizers and sponsors together in the digital goodie bags. But um, to put it into context, just give us an idea of where the other Phenomena brands tie in and what they do. Sure, why not? So with Phenomena in general, our goal really is to engage target groups. And the idea is to deliver relevant content to a relevant target group at the right time. And this, we do this in different areas. So the area that I'm responsible for is the events industry, which we just talked about. Hmm. But the other two products that we have are Phenomena Leads and also Phenomena Talent, which do a similar uh, thing in different sectors. So with Phenomena Leads, it's really about trade fair visiting and also trade fair follow-up how we can make digitize that and make it more yeah fitted into the digital age. And with talent it's for HR recruiting. So how to yeah, digitize recruiting and also capture relevant talent directly at your career page. Excellent. And before we wrap up today, if anybody wants to find out a little bit more about uh, Phenomena events, I'm sure that we've got event organizers who are listening to today's podcast who have on many, many occasions dealt with the goodie bag scenario um, and sure. can empathize with some of the situations that we've presented today. So if anybody does want to get in touch with you via social media or via your website, how do they do that? So yeah, so our webpage currently is phenomena.io slash event. So there you can find all information. We also have a section for organizers and for sponsors. So both sides can find all the important information right at our page. We also have an appearance on social media, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, which are all, which the handle for all is like Phenomena events as well. And one more thing that I would like to throw in is that we will be visiting the UK for the first time um, in um, February, end of February. So we will be visiting the international context. So if anyone would like to meet us in person, it would be a great opportunity to do so right there. 
Fabulous. And we should point out that um, Phenomena is spelled F-A-N-O-M-E-N-A. F-A-N-O-M-E-N-A is the spelling of Phenomena. So uh, as Leonard has already alluded to, if you search uh, on Google for Phenomena events or any of his favorite social media platforms, you will come across the company and be able to see what they're up to. And, um, and we will see you at Confex at the end of February. Our thanks to our guests today. And of course, if you are watching today's podcast via the eventindustrynews.com website. Don't forget that you can go to your favorite podcast downloader app on your smartphone and listen to audio versions of all of the podcasts whilst you're out and about on site or on your commute to and from the office. Of course, if you are listening to today's podcast in your headphones, you can also go over to eventindustrynews.com, see video versions of all of our podcasts. And whilst you're on there, you can check out the latest news, features, content, and special supplements from Event Industry News. It brings us nicely to the end of today's episode. Our thanks once again to our guest today, Lennart Honeck from Phenomena Events. My name is James Dixon and we will see you on the next edition of the Event Industry News Podcast. Thanks very much and goodbye. Mm-hmm.